Yeah, we're making power moves, rocking a Detroit groove to some American dudes out making power moves. Straight out of Grand Block, Michigan, rocking a cold one in each hand. My buddy Dave and I are Americans, just making power moves, ripping heaters and chugging paps. Now he lied with no class, blowing shit up and chasing ass. Yeah, we're making power moves. Yeah, we're making power moves. Right to a Detroit. And we're back. Welcome to Power Moves, episode 201. I'm your host, Mike Burns. Joining me all the way from Los Angeles, whoop, California, on a hot summer's day, it's your boy, Mike. Brado, Bridenstine. It's your boy. I thought you forgot my name for a second. I would have been so sad. No, I was making it dramatic. I know, I know, but I was like, oh, <laughs> I gotta maybe, maybe I gotta tell him. He hasn't seen me in a while. I gotta tell him. <laughs> forgot your name. It's almost <laughs> the same name as mine. <laughs> His name is Mike B. Fuck. <laughs> Call you Bridenstine. <laughs> Forget you how to be, pronounce dude, it. I'm, the whole "Hey, Brito" is getting rampant, and it must stop. Is that on purpose now? Are they leaning into no. on purpose? Oh. I think people have just read it, and then if you read it, you're probably like, uh, "I don't know, Brito." Why would you take Brito away from that? It's obviously Brido. You know the word bride. <laughs> Everyone knows the word bride. It's Brido. Mm. Brito would be B R E E D O. Burrito is also fun. I would like to call you Burrito. That's a fun nickname. Yeah. Well, there is a comedian with the last name Brito. Uh, also, the guy who was at Dodgers, the guy who discovered Fernando Valenzuela, who used to stand at Dodger Stadium with the, the radar gun. His last name mm-hmm. is Brito. I don't know, man, but I had to correct a few people. One who I like and others. I If I don't like you, I haven't corrected you. Well, because you got the... Bridenstine, and you still, I'm sure, do quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. But people don't know a, what to do. Getting a nickname wrong is yeah, <laughs> is, is a whole. You've got to. That's an. That's a. Got to feel like an asshole when you correct someone. Oh no, my nickname is this. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Hakesaw Jim Duggan? No, uh, uh, Hoge Hexall. Hakesaw. I went to hey, a Hakesaw. <laughs> I went to a fun wedding. Hey, it's the it's the nurture boy. I went to a fun wedding last weekend with the with the lady, and um, I uh, put some photos up on my Instagram. If you don't follow, please at Pizza Nachos sixty nine, and I tagged the bride and groom in it, and they could see, you know, listen to Mike Power Moves with Mike Burns, yada yada yada. It's readily apparent on my uh, Instagram page. So the day after the wedding, the bride and groom were driving home, and. The groom says, hey, you know, they, they had to, I forget where they were going, but they had to kill a couple hours. Like, let's put on Cheesy Noodles yeah. podcast. 
cheesy noodles. <laughs> Which I don't know how he got there from pizza nachos. That's so funny. But it was, you know, it was a butthole hair length away from me wanting to change my handle to cheesy noodles 69. <laughs> it was toilet wine. <laughs> it was toilet wine for a bit. I really. Welcome to Power Moves. I'm cheesy noodles 69. <laughs> and it's your boy all the way. From San Francisco, California, it's Brito. <laughs> they listened to episode 200, which, if you recall, was pretty filthy. It oh, was, God. It, you know, our, <laughs> I can only imagine. I don't remember. The episodes range. Sometimes they're just straight up potty talk episodes. And then sometimes we yeah. just talk about random politics stuff that we know nothing about. For But this was right. a specifically, and we talked about. Uh, the priest outfits. Uh, we wish we never we 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 got priest yeah, outfits at yeah. some point. <laughs> yes, I still I got a, a lot of people responded or a handful I should say responded about that and thought it was a great idea and wish that we would have done it. And I still am surprised we never did it. <laughs> well, I was uh, first. I was nervous that uh, she said that they're going to listen to this show, and it's like oh, like. Because as a date at a wedding for a family that I'm not a member of and it's not one of my like buddies or something, I am on good behavior. I am dressed up. My shirt is tucked yeah. in. I am. Yeah. But I, I'm in general, I'm a pretty nice, normal person. But <laughs> when the, micro oh, when the, when the microphone comes out, I have yeah. just complete brain diarrhea and I can't well, stop myself from getting off on saying all things. But they loved a it. Couple, they loved it, Brian. A couple things. They, go thought ahead, good, go they thought it was very funny. And she messaged me and told me that her father has a priest outfit that he got from a priest that he wears as a gag when people are sick in the hospital. He walks, rolls in there in the priest outfit. And then sometimes she said they'd go out to dinner after like the hospital as a family from whatever family member or friend was ill or injured. And people would come up and like offer to buy things for him because he is dressed as a Catholic priest. Oh my God. And he does it all the time. I guess he's a really funny guy. And I was like, why? I was so disappointed. Why, I was why did we never so do this? Me and you are professional comedians and entertainers. We didn't come up with this, but this, oh. but this normal father <laughs> in Saginaw, Michigan. Oh man, uh, this is good wacky dad behavior. Like I, I, a couple things with this. In fairness to the filth that comes out of our mouths on this show, it's also the type of thing that we're always rewarded for like right, right. more more people have said pipe of the week to me because of this show than have really commented on anything else i've done <laughs> pipe in the of past to ya. yeah we still need to make those magazines pipe of the week rock and vayner smooth neck I'll only i'll only make it if i get to use my actual piece <laughs> i think i don't think there's any problem rock and vayner like you might want to pop a few Viag and get it like rocking for like because you're gonna get nervous <laughs> when you start taking photos. Pipe of the week is specifically for damaged teeth English people with massive <laughs> pipes, uh, yeah. and so we can't be in that. But smooth, yeah, yeah, smooth neck is a magazine where 
we you don't show that the head or the ball bag or the pubes or the taint just or any of that. It's just the in between part that's all smooth. The smooth pink or chocolate or whatever color your dong is. It's just the smooth, nice part. <laughs> Here, I, I also don't, want to do a don't see where it begins. Don't see where it ends. <laughs> I want to see a body positive one that's for um, non-fluffed, flaccid cranks. It's just called. <laughs> it's just called folds. <laughs> folds. You want? <laughs> I want. Yeah, I want a no pressure, non-fluff. You just got done playing pickup basketball game. Your dick is terrible. The dick, your your dick is the worst it gets. Just got home from a cold gym. <laughs> You're, it's freezing cold outside. You're playing pickup basketball. You are circumcised in theory, but not now. You got drunk the night before. Before, and it's you are six dehydrated. Cup, six cups of coffee for breakfast. <laughs> it's called Smash Trash Can or Folds. Oh, Smash! And it's just Smash Trash Can is good. I like Smash Trash Can. <laughs> you know how like a beer can looks after you've drank it? Maybe you step directly on it. That I don't know what that's called, but oh, turtled, turtled would be good. Sir, turtle is the best name. <laughs> For a girly man called Turtle, and their whole thing is we don't no fluff, no no semis, no airbrush. Nope. Just just you at your worst dick. <laughs> it looks like you get a tiny dick that's not circumcised, but it is. <laughs> hey, have you been hung over for two days and it's freezing cold outside and maybe you shouldn't have played that pickup basketball game? Then you can submit your picks to Turtle. Show us your terrible dick. <laughs> Body positive magazine. Body positive. For gents, females, days, whatever you want to do. Whatever you got, we'll show it to them. Sorry, it has to be the most terrible dick that you have on you. Are you in such bad shape that it looks like you had a, a new <laughs> vagina but have had no surgery? Submit your... You got the- <laughs> If uh, you got a dick on a string because you're a little hefty in the in the uh, fat gut area around your penis, we like that too. Do you have send us your worst dick? Do you have to shave your pubic hair in order to find it to take a piss? Turtle, the magazine for you. Does it look like you were giving somebody a hitchhiker thumbs up and then a truck drove by and <laughs> threw a big wad of pubes on top of it? So only a little bit of the thumb is sticking out. Send it to us at Turtles. <laughs> Why would somebody throw a big wad of pubes at a hitchhiker? I don't know. No need to know. <laughs> I gotta, you got to stop throwing pubes at hitchhikers. None everybody. of your business. Why do that? <laughs> Catch me before I do it again, police. Have you ever seen an inchworm that got left on the sidewalk on a hot day? <laughs> Send us a picture of your inchworm or oh, sub sub inchworm. You got a micro penis. We macro want it. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
you don't have to have some some pipe of the week. We'll do little little fella of the week. Body positivity. Body positivity. <laughs> Not everyone's parking a big pipe of the week. If hey, you, if you got terrible nuts, we'll take those two. Some normal dick, terrible nuts. We'll crop your dick right out of the picture. All nuts. Terrible. <laughs> All nuts. Like a non-chocolate payday. It's just all nuts. It's just, oh, oh, just an unsalted bag of peanuts. Nobody wants it. We'll show them. Do you look like you had a scissors accident? <laughs> Okay, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Did your sex change operation, but you could only afford half? <laughs> I go to so many comedy shows where, like, the women are like, and I bet he had a little dick, and the whole crowd laughs and everything. I'm like, how many people in here are probably like, oh, does she mean, does she mean me? You know? Yeah. I mean, sometimes when we make fun of things on this program, I'm like, oh, man, there's probably someone out there listening to it that uh, that has that issue. But then I remembered that half the time we talk about what's raging pieces of trash we are and how we're awful and look terrible. And I have no uh, <laughs> I have no self-esteem, so I don't feel bad because I want to drag you down like me. <laughs> You got a weird asshole. We'll take it. <laughs> that's for that's a special insert uh, in. It's in, called the Calamari Pigainess magazine. Special, it's a special segment on the back on the last page. You know, mags always have like a fun last page. Last page. Oh, that is good. Yeah, it's just good. just called weird asshole. <laughs> Okay, yes, uh, the last page of Turtle Mag is just a picture of Turtle from Entourage's weird asshole, I'm assuming. <laughs> Does your asshole look like a popped Turtle. water balloon? And don't read our competitor tortoise. It's not the real deal. No, it's like, you know, that's a knockoff mag. They don't have the prime yeah. talent like Turtle does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> weird asshole the last page just says weird here's here's a weird it's like the moment of zen here's a weird asshole weird asshole yankovic yeah weird Go on stage asshole. and do that <laughs> just talk about how weird your asshole is with an accordion <laughs> it looks like an accordion it's <laughs> this is good stuff. Running with scissors, stabbed my own asshole. Does your asshole look like a used brown condom? Send it like in. A sur- <laughs> like a surgeon needs to fix my weird asshole. Uh, that is the worst when your penis goes away. It's fucking once in a while. It's in, it's a really extreme. It's um, it's gone. It's uh sometimes like I am dehydrated at the gym and I have not drank enough water and I am hungover. And like when you're like crouched over and doing like bent over rows or something and you're really tucking it in. Oh, I man. sometimes you got to reach down and just like pop, yes, yes, yes. pop it back out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're like, what, what are you doing, buddy? No, stay with me. Stay with me. It's not a good look when you're at a, a gym that's populated with 
females from the local college <laughs> and I'm fiddling around in my sweatshorts. No, no, I have the opposite of a boner. <laughs> Sorry. No, want to see? I swear. Why are you handcuffing me? Look. I'm the opposite <laughs> boner. Look, you can't see. <laughs> There's nothing there. <laughs> Smooth down there. I've got my Ken doll. I'm dehydrated. <laughs> it's just a big clit. Sorry. <laughs> I'm like I, you. <laughs> no, I'm. It's just a piece of bubble gum. Someone <laughs> stepped in. Chewed up big league chew on a barbershop floor. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's a classic. I use that one a lot. I go to that. Well, it is a good. It is a good. It one. is good. It is good. <laughs> Let's talk about the uh, Titanic submersible. <laughs> I'm the only person who knows nothing about this. Well, a bunch of billionaire type people got in a uh, piece of shit, like homemade sub. Okay. Okay. It's um, not like certified by like the boat association or whatever. And it is controlled, but it, there's nothing inside. It's just completely empty. So eight people got in here. Eight? Eight. You cannot stand up in it. It has one window. And they paid an insane amount of money to do this. No, no, they're just sitting on the floor. That's it. There's like some food. Why? Why did they lose track of them? Because when they were, um, I believe, like a mile and a half down or something, they lose communication with the ship that's above them. And they kept going and maybe something went wrong. It's controlled by basically a PS1 controller. If they show the controller, I can send you a video that breaks down how stupid this is. It's Why did shocking. they allow them to do it just because they were rich? Well, you can do whatever you want. It's you don't have to like you can just go do something. You can get in something and I just guess. go in the water. Did is this the same type of vehicle that Will Smith was in for Welcome to Earth? It looks like a flashlight. I don't recall the vehicle. It looks just oh, okay. like there's a lot of jokes about that, that it looks exactly like a flashlight. <laughs> okay. And um it's uh I guess it's sad that there was a loss of life because they lost air like this morning at seven or something. And they think they found some wreckage. Maybe they don't know what it's from. It's two and a half miles down in the water. And so they're a bunch of like super rich guys. Yeah. One of them's like a billionaire and his son's been still like uh, active on social stepson's been active on social media commenting on big butt vids and pics on um instagram and he went to the blink 182 concert okay i saw cj <laughs> cj sullivan's bottom line bombs if if nobody's following uh cj does the show so never mind but yeah. cj's uh, bottom line bombs he was talking about this stuff is very funny to me even though i didn't know what it meant it is so ironic and so funny to me. And I'm sorry, but it's really hard to feel bad. I, I, I grieve for the loss of life. I understand that must have been torturous, but it's I cannot n- not allow myself to find humor in a bunch of billionaires who could have done anything, who decided to get in a held together with tape tube. Wow. Driven by a video game controller. Literally, that's the only controls on this, Brido. And go two and a half miles into the water. A bunch of rich people going to see a boat where a bunch of rich people died. 
And then they I mean, get it's stuck. The Titanic <laughs> is still killing is still killing rich people. <laughs> yes. It's like this thing and they, they the resources that they put This boat is killing people. <laughs> they they put all these there's like search parties, huge amounts of money have gone into uh trying to find these four people when you know, fucking poor people die all the time and no one does goddamn thing about it. Yeah, I saw it, stuff like no one cares about the migrant, uh, like a migrant boat tipped over or something. But it's like no one's rooting against. Well, I guess they are. But pe- more people are rooting against <laughs> these eight rich people than have <laughs> any sort of feelings for. Right. You know, well, because you don't feel bad when like rich people do dumb shit and die. No, I don't feel bad for you. You're you're being dumb. <laughs> no, I guess like I guess like there's there's been people are talking about this at my work and I just talked about it on this week's uh, hunk that uh, orcas killer whales have. There's like 500 incidents of them recently attacking yachts. Good. And pe- <laughs> right. See, like that's your first reaction was good. It's, you know, like it's like when there's um, Instagram model type chicks or whatever on safaris or, and they go up and like try to pet an elephant. These are popular yeah. videos on the Instagram reels and yeah. they just get smoked. I'm like, good. You're an yes. idiot. This is yeah. called natural yeah. selection. You're yeah, you're stupid or they they see an animal they think is just because it's like a llama. Llamas are nice. Right. And then they get their finger bit off. <laughs> There's some video because <laughs> because they can, they think that they can out rich an animal. <laughs> There's one video that I see a lot of this dad and they the they're on a boat in this like, I don't know, four and a half, five foot, six foot shark that they have caught. And he's like, hey, son, let me just show you how your old dad, you know, does it. And he's reaching down, trying to, like, grab the shark and pull it up on the boat. And the little, like, three-year-old who's smarter than him is like, dad, don't touch it. Dad, stop touching it. You know, no, you know, your old deal. Let me show you how, whatever he's thinking. And then the shark grabs, flips around, bites his pinky off. And he goes, oh, there goes my pinky. Fuck, fuck, my fucking pinky. There it goes. I love it. <laughs> it's great. I mean, all if the more money, the more money you get, the more you want to murder animals, apparently, too. Like, what if they what like every rich person's ha- the way they show a person is wealthy in their home is to have like taxidermied big game hunts and shit. And yeah. like the, like all these rich fucks want to go murder. I'm rooting like, for the animal on, in every yeah. scenario. I don't have a problem with hunting. I'm not whatsoever. I've done extensive on stage material on this. Deer hunting is important for Michigan deer population control. And we eat all the venison. It's delicious. And it's a probably more humane way to kill an animal than it is in a lot of these animal. I'm not talking about, I'm not not talking about that. No, no, no. I'm just proceeding for what you're getting at. When you go and kill like a fucking, like a nice animal that you don't eat. Like a rhino. Yeah. Like a rhinoceros. I root for the animal to fucking kill you. I root for the underdog. You're not more important than a rhino is. You piece of shit. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, if you're if you're if you're a dentist in Minnesota, let the rhino is more important than you. Right. But people need to kill. That's all that is. It's not like trophy. It's it's not tr- it's wanting to kill stuff that there's not very much of and that are really fucking cool. That's 
you're shitty. <laughs> That's what, why not just like pet that animal and like I don't get it. I don't get, leave it alone. Leave it alone. <laughs> you went into like a house. If any, yeah. if an animal came into my house and I had a gun, I would kill it. <laughs> That's because it came in my fucking house. So when yeah. you go in their house and they kill you. I mean, those, that I need to see more of that. I always love like the lion, ta- the tiger tamer type dudes. Didn't one of the Siegfried and Roy guys? Roy yeah, guys, good. Yeah, <laughs> I loved the I loved the tiger, and he loved me. Bullshit! You think that tiger wanted to be paraded around on stage and drugged up and shit and fucking? No, Vegas? that's no. That's what's cr- crazy is that like you can train a dog with like positive reinforcement. But if you have like there's videos that come around that'll just bum you out of people like whacking their dogs and shit to get them to do. And that's how they trained like a lot of these animals was smacking them with sticks and shit. So whenever I see yeah, whenever I see those fucking elephants just listen to shit. No, they beat the shit out of those elephants. Yeah. And so whenever I see like a hyper trained animal, I'm like, I don't want to see this. This is like watching footage of the Jackson five or something. (laughs) They fucking There's no way the Jackson 5 are doing this on their own accord. They didn't just show up and start doing this dance. It's really good. They're just like, yeah, this is like North Korea level fucking synchronicity. Like, come on. These kids got this shit kicked out of them. And so did this bear on this tricycle. If if I would feel more reassured in those situations, like if Michael Jackson forgot some words and fucked up some dance steps, I'd be like, oh, his dad's probably a good, all right guy. But when everything's spot on, it's uh, someone's getting whooped with a belt. No, that's there's no effortless kid. Like it's (laughs) there's so there's some some awful, awful cunt dad and mom like (laughs) off to the side. heartless it's for his own good no it's for you yeah he wants this it seems like you do he wants to win no you want to win he wants no, to, you he wants to eat fruit loops and watch spongebob all that being said i do not have a child and i cannot guarantee you i would not get ejected from their little league game oh yeah yeah i would um i'd get hot i mean i <laughs> you lose your mind in sporting events you can't you can't stop yourself. It's, you get competitive. If you're a competitive person, mm-hmm. I guess my dad sat way far away from the other parents because he couldn't stand that level of like, come on. Oh! Like he was just like, I'm not dealing with this. It's very uncomfortable. I went to my niece's soccer game and some of the parents there were just abhorrent. They were, I couldn't stand it. It made me so uncomfortable, like screaming at shit. And these are like 12 year old girls. Like well, they they rank the kids like mad early. There's mm-hmm. like a there's there's like a funnel program to get into like AAU traveling teams oh, and yeah. camps and shit. And a lot of parents, this is their meal ticket for their fucking kid to have a chance in this life without going into six figure debt for college. <laughs> right, right. My um nieces and nephews. Oh, this is gonna home. be this is gonna be one of those political and <laughs> smash trash camps. <laughs> it's both. <laughs> you know that's another option for kids out there like you grow up and you know you got a sad day. only get an only fans get an only fans yeah no just submit it to um to turtle magazine and um i don't want to be a groomer 
Mike's no. booming. No, <laughs> for all the, you don't want to be a For groomer. all the teens that listen to this show out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't uh, strike that one from the record. I had nothing to do with that comment. <laughs> I would love if there's some naughty <laughs> I want a priest costume. <laughs> show me your young body. <laughs> I loved, like, when I was in high school or 13 or whatever, Eddie Murphy and all in filthy comedy. That was the jam. Yeah. That was my favorite. I like to think that there's a couple... Um, like high school boys out there having a real laugh at our foul mouths. That that would bring me joy. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't say that. Why? Why is what's wrong with that? I just I want. You know I uh, you know what? Like Adam Sandler had the dirtiest album I'd ever heard in my life, and I mostly I enjoyed it the most when I was thirteen years old. Right. Those are still good though. Both of those <laughs> both of those albums are still they still hold up. They're still very very funny. That's impressive. You know that. Something like that is still good, whereas I think a lot of the, a lot of the yeah. like SNL type stuff now is disposable because it's just it's not forever. I wish more of them did those like rejected sketch. I guess that's what um, Tim Robinson uh, Tim Robinson is doing. Like that Vanessa Bayer Instagram sketch. I I know I was high, but I was scream laughing at it. Yeah. Like when she's like, hey, you fat horse. Like, like, <laughs> I wish that there that there was like a filthy SNL that those same level of talent was like, here's shit that I we could never fucking get. And like Norm Macdonald had a sketches one, you know, like because they always would say that he always had he was like the star of the pitch meeting. Because mm-hmm. he was like, eh, yeah, you just get in a house. You know, those, uh, what was it? The, the, um, they have runways for runaway trucks. Do you know what I mean? Uh huh. And he's yeah, like, yeah. Hey, the big you, ramp, you, and it just keeps, yeah, yeah. and then it finally slows down. Yeah. He's like, so there's a guy that, uh, has a house at the end of that ramp. <laughs> you just pitch, pitch shit like that. <laughs> I, w- I would I don't know I'm sure Brooks has stories and stories and stories I guess Hannibal was a legend at that um my bitter enemy Hannibal and <laughs> there's a sketch and you kick a pitch <laughs> kick a pigeon like yeah. uh, pitches yeah. that every week <laughs> oh uh, Hannibal why do you keep pitching this I want to I want to kick a pigeon <laughs> I'm surprised want, there I isn't I'm surprised there hasn't been more like Cause you can do a rejected match. sketches, SNL rejected sketches once a year on HBO. Here's the funniest mm-hmm. shit that was called like Mrs. Dur and Mrs. Come or like, and then <laughs> and they're just like, they all got come at the dinner table. And, oh, good. Come yeah. tonight, sweetheart. Thanks. Thanks, David. Yeah. And just like at the end of the year, Lauren Michaels is like, we do this thing and it's no holds barred. And you know the thing is, he probably doesn't want to because everybody like these are the best ones. Why didn't you put these on the show? And well, where because I didn't um, it wasn't uh, my cup of tea. God damn! You're like Mike Myers rejected sketch. I mean, I suppose that nobody would go to the pitch table and be like, okay, so this guy shits out of his pussy and like <laughs> it's Mister Shit Pussy. Do do do. We can't do Mr. Shit Pussy, Tina Fey. Why do you keep pitching Mr. Shit Pussy? I wish that they 
made more sketch shows like that, like a revamp of Mad TV. But I just don't know if people have that skill set Because, no, because they're all so bad, man. Like, Mm -hmm. not Tim Robinson, but for the most part, sketch comedy is terrible. Yeah, but Mad TV, I could watch the whole episode. I watch reruns of that. That's still good. I'll still watch. Is it? Okay. Like, Living Color is still fun, but maybe it's just nostalgia for me that I like. Maybe it's it's probably nostalgia. So I feel like Mad TV did a lot of forced parodies that. Yeah, and you could do that now. <clears throat> I feel like you could do, even though we don't have the same vein of pop culture references now, and everyone isn't in this uh, on the same road anymore. It's just kind you of you know what I'll say. I'll say sure. I'm. I, I guess that there's room for. More SNL shouldn't have like a monopoly on sketch comedy and right. Well, that's what Tim Robinson did essentially, and I would I would assume that there's going to be more because of the success of that. There's got to be. That's yeah. Trump. I would assume that every Hulu and every Peacock and oh, I guess Peacock has SNL, but like uh, truck out a you know every, Sean Wayans will have an yes. ensemble thing. Would be that would yeah. be fun. I would. I, there's a lot of new Wayans kids out there who could right. be in it. So have you watched the Black Lady sketch show? Yeah, and I there's some good people that write for that. It's just not I am not the target demo, but yeah. even even Victoria is like not that into it. Oh, is Victoria black? Yes. Oh, I, I don't see. No. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know why you just assumed that she'd watch that program. <laughs> well, she she does, but you know. But the great people write for that show. I I don't know. That um the the Black Lady Court room sketch is pretty funny on that have you seen that one no i haven't watched it at all i was just asking comedy guy like i don't know see what i would like because i i love the the deaf <laughs> comedy jam type of era i love the living color that's my jam and i would love a like a new really funny in living color urban sketch show would be right up my alley that was on netflix so you can say motherfucker and you can show some tits if you want whatever you want to do would oh, be i would i think that'd be great i, I don't know how many um sketch performers you'd have to hire stand-ups probably absolutely i mean you you for sure because who would be ideal sketch. in that or like you know like up and coming lil rel howries and that sort of thing would be yeah would, would be right up my alley. I would be very pleased. I don't know how many black sketch performers. I like. I'm saying I don't know. Like I literally don't know how many, because sketch and improv seems so down. It's like it's very it's like, disappeared. It, it's strange. It, like Second City's leaving L.A. and people are like, I.O. West isn't here anymore. A motherfucker drove a car through the window at iOS and they, they like and it's just still that car is still lodged into the broken glass oh my God. in the bar. No, 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 no. This happened like a long ass time ago. But but uh UCB Franklin is doing clown now. Like Right, clowns I'm curious what, clowns the real I'm, the new thing now that no no one's gonna watch on television. I am curious how you would react to clown because we discussed Caleb, clown. We can't discuss but Caleb Hodgkiss <laughs> Caleb Caleb Hodgkiss is very clown. I think that you would dig I, it the most. I would I would of course love to do that. I would be all over that shit if I was younger because I leaned yeah, more yeah performance art than than yeah. comedy for the most part people don't know that because not everyone saw me doing all these things but for the most part it was 
a lot of bizarre shit. And then I'd like, okay, I'll do regular stand up because I'm too lazy to figure out this shit for tonight. I don't want to bring stuff. That is funny. Your stand up was you cleaning it up. Mm, pretty much. <laughs> Your stand up was pure filth, but that was you cleaning it up. That was me cleaning it up because the other stuff, a lot filthier. Yeah. Or done in a bizarre character. So, yeah. Caleb Hatchkus. <laughs> Don't get me doing the voice. Nobody. Oh, yeah, that. yeah. We've done this. Yeah, we've done, we did it once. <laughs> I've got a um, I've got a carpal tunnel fingertip, Brado. Yeah. I can't. From what? I don't know. Well, I hold my I work on my phone. So I hold my phone like this all day long with the pop socket. So it could be, it's probably that the wrist. And then I write a lot in, you know, just on paper. So that's a combination. I'm going to the gym a lot. That probably is doing some sort of pressure on it. Also a lot of pull-ups that's probably doing stuff to it. And then I bought some groceries and a new end table that was kind of heavy. And I carried it all up the stairs at once because I hate making trips. I'd rather suffer once than make trips. That's yeah. My, you got a, you fucked up your tendons or something or whatever. Yeah. In your thingy. And it's slowly coming back. Like, yeah, it, it's, yeah. I'm getting more feeling in it for, but for the first couple days I had the panic attacks where I was going down rabbit holes on, Uh-oh. and there was a lot of diabetes talk and a lot of, a lot of stroke talk. And I was like, oh, I was at a wedding all weekend. I oh, wait. was dehydrated, get, drank a lot. You, uh, there it is. Okay. So you were dehydrated. You felt a twinge in your fingy and thought you were dying. This sounds like regular time burns. <laughs> I, 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 uh, I handled it correctly though. I, Drank a fuckload of water and exercised and ate a good lunch. And I, new burns. Well, Mike is Mike as uh, there's there's trash from the other program. If you're not listening, we're on episode 15 of Cards featuring Carl for real, which is a reality show based on the real life adventures of my um, hoodlum friends uh, in real time that we recap all of their shit that they've done throughout the week. And then our brutally uh, dismantle it. It's a fun show. Episode 15. I wouldn't make 15 of these if they're not good. People are starting to really come around and enjoy that. I'd say sadly uh, more than some of the other things I do, which, you know, it is what it is. But Mike is me when I'm good and trash is me when I'm not. And Burns is me when I'm on this show. Very different person on the on the other show, which is all right. Now he's uh, breaking down his self into multiple personalities, not concerning at all. <laughs> a crazy person. No, just a totally regular guy. Everybody. Caleb Hatchkiss, trash, nothing burns. <laughs> Mike trash and burns. Okay. We'll keep these straight. Everybody. There are three totally different people. Yeah. Yeah. But I, you know, I'm making an effort. <laughs> I'm making an effort to stay sane. It's all I can do. It's hard. Yeah. <laughs> it shouldn't be hard to be not a crazy person, but it is. It is. You know what? It's harder than a lot of people think to not be a crazy person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody's just walking around calling everything crazy. Like it's not hard to, to stay sane. Uh, we talked before the show, which is our private pregame about how um, you know, I'm dating a, a normal person. And yeah, yeah. like the yeah, yeah. just uh, just a lovely, kind, sweet person who I like to be around and we get along and 
how that's uh, that has made me into a uh, <laughs> more adjusted individual. And you know, this happened to you too. And yeah, yeah that was yes. Uh, you know that sucked though because I was still crazy, and then you went away to be normal, and I was like, well, I guess I'm super crazy now because I live with Brooks, who's a maniac <laughs> person. You just need to find a nice, a nice gal. The uh, if you're, you know, if you, that's your thing. I mean, if you do whatever you do, fi- find a nice whatever, whatever. Find whatever you makes your prives tingle like a, Burns's thingy. A nice warm body. Just whatever find that a, is. Find whatever you're, you know. Find your beach, Corona. Find your beach. So yeah, you got to find that, and then you got to want to behave for for them, and then for yourself as well. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I've made efforts to even when I'm not there, and I'm here in the in the big apartment. That I try to keep the really poor behavior to at least one day, and that's not super. Or find poor. or find somebody you want to disappoint less than yourself. You know what I mean? Like. Yes. Uh, be held account. Yes, that's I somebody. Think- somebody that somebody that if they gave you a disappointed look, that it would break your heart more than it would. <laughs> I think. I think that's nail on the head, Brido, because yeah. when you're with someone that you don't give a fuck about or whether yeah. what they think of you, and it's like, well, I guess that's just me. It's just trash being trash. Then you can't handle me at my worst. (laughs) Right. You find someone that you like, I don't want you to see me like this. (laughs) I don't want you to look at me a certain way because I, I care what your opinion is. You can swear up and down that, you know, that if the person is important to you, you won't act like a piece of shit for that much longer. Mm-hmm. You know, it only took me 47 years to learn that, Brido. <laughs> it took me, uh, took me a long while. <laughs> took me a long, long time that um, you'll respect yourself more if you find someone that you don't want to be a pile of trash in front of. Seems obvious, but... Yeah, I mean, yeah, and listen, it's not always your fault. Sometimes um, you're drawn to people that make not you, but sometimes people are drawn to people that let that also make them feel like pieces of shit. I did that. <laughs> <laughs> I know you did. I wanted to feel like a piece of shit because that's what I thought about myself. I still and it was it was weird. It was we- oh man, I don't want to throw any of these wonderful women that I had were nice oh, enough to date. I'm sure they're under listeners. any sort of bus. I'm sure they're listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking cares. <laughs> well, you still have to care. I, you have to live there. I don't give a shit. Well, I mean, that. I've I've been I've been married for ten years. That's I found the one I wanted. But mm-hmm. uh, you know the I don't know what I was going to say, <laughs> but. Uh, I, I, you know, on, I didn't even recognize when my wife, when I met her and she was like kind to me and stuff like I didn't even didn't even register to me that it was a good thing. Because <laughs> like a I didn't I, I didn't associate it with women who date me. You know what I mean? I was <laughs> that's, like, that's what I did with this one. I was like, oh, yeah. you're really nice to me. <laughs> you must not like me. I must be in friend zone. You, actually, you know what I mean? You're, wow, you're re- you're a nice person. What, yeah, what you want to be shit? like you, you want when you treat yourself like shit constantly, and you're dating people that are like "fuck you, you piece of shit" or whatever. You know, or you know, then you're like someone's like, 
nice to meet you or whatever. Here's this nice thing I did for you. Then you're going to be like, why are you being a weirdo? (laughs) Because we were groomed in a profession where being self-deprecating and being a piece of shit for most people, unless you're like an Anthony Jeselnik type whose character is I'm fucking awesome. When at home, he probably, you know, whips his own dick with a fucking rubber band or something. Who knows? Allegedly. He's one of those Opus Day people from uh, Da Vinci Code. I'm just speculating. But I, no, that's not that's not confirmed. <laughs> the, the other day, I was I said I don't rem, I don't know this or I I didn't know this because I'm a stupid idiot. And she goes, I don't like when you say that. And I'm like, why? I'm like, what? Just fucking kidding. She right. goes, no, because I like you and I don't think you're a stupid idiot. And it yeah it makes me feel it makes me feel bad when you say that about yourself. I'm like, yeah, I say that like 20 times a day. Maybe yeah. that's part of the problem. <laughs> yeah. And here's here's a thing that I've learned in L.A. You cannot self-deprecate here anymore. That shit is done. Younger generation does not even accept that as like a viable form of humor. But that's funny. That's what funny is. You can't rip on yourself for things that people in the audience might also be experienced oh, if that makes sense i know it's t- if you're like i'm a f- if you're like i'm a fat piece of shit which i've done on stage because that's how i feel somebody in the audience who's heavier than me people might be like that's not cool dude like you know that seems i i guess it's just generational it should be like yeah i'm fat too we're friends <laughs> yeah I, I don't know like you ever see my dick like dribbles Trump. up to nothing in the gym too. <laughs> I, I appreciate you saying that because you know, just call it out and like that way I feel good about it. And you're obviously I, okay I with think saying that, it into a microphone for thousands of people to hear. So it is a tricky situation though because like you can't make fun of homeless people like you used to no. as much. You have to be a little bit more clever with it just because tastes and senses of humor changed. And if comedy is a benign violation, like everybody agrees what we're saying is naughty while we're up there. It's just a matter of if it's like benign or if somebody could get hurt by it. And I think that the things that hurt people change and certain things that used to hurt people don't anymore. And certain things that used to not hurt people do. For example, we didn't all kind of worry. We could definitely become homeless. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. No one was like, oh, fuck, that could happen to me. I remember I remember having this conversation like 15 years ago. Somebody's like, don't make fun of homeless people to somebody else. Not, they're, they're like, I am a paycheck away from being homeless. And I remember thinking, no, you're not. You know what I mean? And uh, now if somebody said it to me, I'd be like, maybe they probably are. Almost everyone in Los Angeles. I was only <laughs> ever a paycheck away from being homeless. Ninety percent of the time I lived there. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Brido, B-R-I-D-O. <laughs> I tweeted on the Dad Boner account the other day that there's never been anyone on there uh, right before they die that has said, I wish I had more money, which I thought those was... Guys in, those, those guys in that submarine did, which is crazy. <laughs> right. I wish I had more money, but I got a lot of flashback, and I rarely go and look at comments, but I was eating tacos in the car. And and there was like we have, a lot of people do when they don't have any money for health care and they're fu-, and I was like oh fuck yeah. I forgot everyone's yeah. sensitive yeah. now and I well, think it's, a lot of it's probably a product of this 
trophy for everyone generation that people are just not fucking thickened up. There's no bullying in school anymore. A lot of the, which is bad, yeah. which is bad, but bullying formed me into the person I am now who I'm, I'm proud of the life I led and all the stuff that I've accomplished and who I am today. And that's a big result of being shoved around and what do you get? Well, bullying, bullying is like, you know, kind of be like policing behavior. Like if a kid picks his nose and eats it, people are like fucking gross. (laughs) And then you learn not to do that. You're right. And I guess bullying might be, um, that might lump in some things that you really shouldn't do. I'm going to say shaming. Shaming is the one way that I respond to changing any of my behaviors or the way my appearance is, etc. is when my friends shame me for looking or acting a certain way. That's the only well, motivation for me to do anything other than now having the uh, possibility of disappointing my significant other. Most of my uh, self-improvements have stemmed from my friend's utter shame and cruelty towards me that has made me a better person instead of just being, oh, you look great. Oh, you're doing great. Oh, no. No, you suck and you're fucking gross. You're being a piece of shit. You're a puke person. And... Yeah, it works. <laughs> there, there's every movie that has like little boys who are friends, and they're all like, "You're the best friend in the world." Like arm around them. <laughs> my friends. I'm like that was that was not my experience. No. Like it was like, "Fuck you, you fucking <laughs> piece of shit!" Like yeah. you, like well, like terminology like, we can't use now. Yeah, it'd be you being like, "What's what's going on, everybody?" And then somebody immediately going, "What the the." Like, well, there won't you know be. A, I mean? You won't hear any of that kind of talk on uh, uh, cards on patreoncom slash Burns, the show which is going to get me canceled. <laughs> well, I mean, I think that. How about a roast? Like, I remember. Yeah, can you still do those anymore? Is that like? I mean, it's yeah, they're rampant. It's all, they're fucking rampant. I understand, like. They're very popular in the Chicago theater that I'm affiliated with, but and they're, they're still I'm, I'm over it. I'm over it. I think that you need as a comic, it's a skill set because it teaches you kind of how to write jokes or whatever. And we did roasts in Chicago and in L.A. and they were fun. But I had a roast show. I did a I had a monthly roast show or a weekly or whatever at the Improv Lab, and I think that it teaches. But I'm but my point was that like. Mike Wiley, who was a fantastically funny comedian in Chicago, funniest person on Facebook, he got tagged for like giving for having long hair. And he showed up the next Monday at the open mic with a haircut. <laughs> yeah, good. You look bad. I got now. tagged. I got. T- <laughs> I, sh- I, should, so, I should mention one of the most brutal uh, beatings I've ever given anyone is Mike Wiley. At the Holiday Club in Chicago, where uh, Joe Grusmeyer <laughs> almost throws oh, yeah. up during it because I no no that was Rob Johnson Rob Johnson yes okay Rob Johnson 
ran to the bathroom to throw up while you were ripping on me. Oh man, I was uh, really or fucking my... lighting it up. <laughs> I was good at yeah. roasts. I was good at roasting. Yeah, I, had a, I had a cheat code. My cheat code was I'd go up and I'd do like five de- self-deprecating awful jokes about myself. And then like that would burn part of their material because you're trying to win in a roast situation. Yeah. It's a it's a mono e mono, mono e womano. And I would um I'd burn a bunch of their material and then fucking they gotta fucking look for scraps. <laughs> oh, that's the uh the eight mile. I am a I do live I, in a trailer park with my mom. I guess it was an eight mile uh tactic, yeah. All right. Well it worked. And your and your mom is Kim Basinger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, I think bullying, I don't know what, I don't, I can't speak for kids. I know zero children other than my niece and nephew who I don't see. I think they're great kids, but I don't know nothing about their lives really other than I know that they went to a Taylor Swift concert. That's all I know. Oh, like, so I, I, what are they, mil- bazillionaires? <laughs> no, uh, but I, I don't know if it's, if culturally it's different, but I'm sure that it was different for us than it was for baby boomers i'm sure that it was different for us than it was for like young millennials or whatever like kids are so different now i'm exposed to my um to my nieces and nephews and to uh, another little one and boy oh boy they are so nice and it's like it's not bad that's the thing it's kids are nice though right like or or not 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 nice kids people kids are vicious but these kids kids present nice. nice to adults though they're just nice. No, they're nice to each other. They're like they don't they don't put up with any sort of put downs towards anyone or you can't like judge what they're um, what they like or nothing. They're just like supportive and nice for the most part. You know, they're still kids. and They can still be dicks because kids yeah. are dicks. Kids are, you know, hardwired to be assholes. But they they, are. they yeah. don't they do not like put up with certain things anymore. That I would think from my experience, like, oh, you should be really into this. We're going to really bag on something. <laughs> I I just know that no references. I can't make references. The, the biggest change to my comedy is like no making references because <laughs> they won't understand what I'm saying. No. That's like to me, it's like that's, you know, uh, I don't I never really made fun of marginalized people or had like weird sex uh, things on stage so like it's mostly no references they won't get them that's the biggest change to comedy no I think I would be I would not perform well as a stand-up comedian now because my references are all 80s type shit I remember I was in the car no but they and- love like but they but here's half of the people are like I eat ass I do this like yeah well, everyone eats ass now. That's like that's like <laughs> it's like everyone's by and eats ass. Like right. everyone according got, to their sets. Everyone got tired of everything else and they're like, why are we not doing this? <laughs> what are we why are we not? I was like also also everybody talks about being poly, and it's just like, no, you just are not exclusively dating somebody. That's not poly. That's what everybody does. Right. Yeah. I I mean, maybe that's maybe they're desensitized because I I hear a lot of that because of the extreme amount of pornography that kids watch that it's hard to be. They're just like, yeah, you just bang everything and you don't have okay. an emotional connection. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I thought I was thinking social media, but I didn't even realize. Yeah, I didn't. You, they just have 24 seven access to 
every porn ever made. Right. And I watched a lot of porno and read porn mags and stuff from a very like fifth grade age on. But that didn't make me ever be cool with like, yeah, go have uh, that Gary guy stick his dick in you. Like that's like, no, that's I'm no. A, and yeah. and I attribute it like I, it's alpha maleism. Like no, it's fucking it's mine. <laughs> no, yeah, but like yeah. no, it's cool. We just like suck and fuck each other. Like we're also from an STD era where like I don't AIDS. Yeah, I don't want like fucking i don't want to picture that and i don't want like i hear people that talk like you know you just date multiple people and i understand being single and doing that which me and you have been in in that lifestyle where there's this and that and who cares but dating someone is different like if you have a one night stand and you get chlamydia from someone it's like that's on you and it's like or them or whatever because you both knew what you were getting into, but when you have a significant other that you live with or you are steady with, whatever, and you're like, oh, we had an open relationship and I fucked this bartender and, and then I gave her fucking herpes. Like, that's that's terrifying to me. And then do the kids wear, worry about this or? I don't know. I mean, I guess there's prep now and there's like better stuff, but. Who fucking knows, man? Like, there's like dr- also you talk. You mentioned the prep when I was talking about HIV uh, commercials last week because I listened back to the show, which I really, I usually never ever do, but I did because I was like, what did these people, as mentioned at the top of the show, like, what did they actually hear me say? Because I have no idea what I said. But is there like dr- there's drugs now that you just take and then you don't get anything? It's like fucking yeah. I didn't know what it was. I Dave Holmes was on hunk and he was talking about like, it was like, a t- I asked him like a time machine question. I used to just have like generic icebreaker questions. And he was like, I would go back to like pre I'd go back to the eighties or whatever, load up on prep and um, go to like studio 54 or whatever. Let's say he said, <laughs> and I was like, what would you, what type of prep? And everybody acted like I was like a loser for not knowing prep is, I guess there's commercials for it, but um, it's a gay, at least gay men, you take it and you, and it like is, uh, it'll stop you from getting HIV. They should call it it raw dog. That's a better. (laughs) Yeah. Raw dog does not. <laughs> but there's but there's plenty of people like according to my Hulu commercials living with HIV and I think that I know comedians in LA who have HIV um who talk about it openly on stage but I think that prep I don't really, really fucking know. Happy June, happy Pride month everybody. I know nothing, I'm trying. Well, I mean I you know there's a fucking cure. You know, there's just a straight up cure, but they oh, invented, they, they, invented they, the, they, they caused invented it. The thing. They, <laughs> they invented this, the thing. They that invented you have the to, thing that you can have, have it, the, but you yeah. got to keep taking the thing. That's yeah, how drugs they have, work. They have the antidote. You know, we have it, but we do, you only have to take that once. Prep or raw dog, as we call it, yeah, is uh, something you have to take every time you're gonna bang. So we're just gonna give you that one, so we keep making money. Yeah. Garbage people. Just garbage people. 
telling wife via text that I'm um, on a podcast, and that's why I'm not answering. <laughs> well, you gotta you gotta keep a happy home, Brido. Yeah, yeah, she's uh, traveling for work. Oh, oh, well, hello to Victoria and safe travels. Yeah, let's do some power tube. My show of the week, Ted Lasso season three. Oh God, okay. It's I mean I might be a little bit behind. I don't know how when this came out, but I just love it. I Man. love it. it is my favorite before bedtime show. We it, talked about it on my show, didn't we? You you talked about Ted Lasso. I believe on my so. Show. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought yeah. I talked about it on this show, but we took a two week hiatus. I asked what people would remember more, Ted Lasso or Succession, and everyone agreed it was Ted Lasso. It is the only TV show. Well, there's some junk shit you could watch, but it's the only show that I found that I as actual quality and and um, substance to it that I can watch before bed and not like give me fucking weird dreams or give me anxiety and it actually winds me down. It's like they put some fucking drugs in that show of positivity. They touched yeah. on some like social slash political type things and the but they did they did it in such a way that most shows don't where it wasn't like oh god i don't i don't tune into this for this it was just heartfelt and lovely and i drug my feet on this show i've talked about it before it's yeah. such a good fucking tv show it's it has it has a purpose that there's like actual yeah the show you can watch it and it changes you into a better person somehow. Like at least for a moment, you feel good about the world and you feel positive. <laughs> and it's, I don't know. It's like, oh, God damn it. I want to watch Rambo three or Cobra. I want to watch Buster Stallone kill people before bed, but that doesn't do good for the zoomies I have in my brain before I go to sleep. And usually I don't even make it through the end of the episode. I'm just so relaxed, and that might be some of the THC or tequilas that I've had, but I just, I turn it off. I don't want to keep rocking when I watch it. There's other stuff that I watch. I need to keep rocking, like stay up later. Are you, are you still taking 30 mils no, at night? No, 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 no. I don't even have any currently. I, I have, I've switched down to just taking a five milligram edible when I do that. And now I have some vape cartridges that like oils that I'll take a couple rips on. And that's only because I found them in my um, change uh, dish that I have by the front door. I was like, oh, oh they got I work at a, one of the shows at the, the, the comedy theater that I work at has a cannabis and movies club. I come home from that thing with like so much free weed. Yeah, it's great. That's very nice perk. But this thing, the thing I like the most are these little two millies. Yeah, I can see that. It's not like, it's not even like a woo. It's like a, huh? Yeah. I I think I would like a two millie because in the freezer at the lady's house out of town, I keep a tin of the Kiva salted caramel chocolates, which are a five milligram, which are fucking delicious. And I want to eat all of them. So I keep yeah. them in the freezer so they're like rock hard. So I got to suck on it a little bit, make them soft, make it last. But sometimes for that like first hour, I'm like, oh shit, I'm wait. She's not high. She doesn't. She doesn't do THC. And I'm like, oh no, I'm too high. And she's gonna <laughs> know. God damn it. 
but a two, I think, would just be that little touch to push me through watching um, whatever shitty TV show we're enjoying. You should, um, you should, you should dose her behind her back with a two milli. It's called a chill. It's called a chill Cosby. No, don't do that, everybody. <laughs> don't do that, anybody. Who said that? Not me. Uh, <laughs> chill Cosby. It's just a chill Cosby. I made that joke at work uh, to Tiff Putterbaugh, who laughed very hard. <laughs> Relax with this Cliff Fuxtable. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. I mean, two Millies. Splat Albert. Uh, <laughs> oh, give me another one. I don't know what else he's on. Leonard part sex. <laughs> Leonard part sex. <laughs> yeah. 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 High spy. Thank you. <laughs> it's not a sex one, but just as a weed one. Too I can think of I, I I was like, what else is he on? <laughs> to my woman right here who I just drugged that I sl- going to slept with. <laughs> That's so deep. That's so good. If you don't know how good that is, everybody, that one to my brother Leonard, whatever. Yeah, that I slept. Who I slept with? Yeah. To my woman right here that I just drugged that I'm going to sleep with. You slept with. God damn, that's a chill Cosby. Cosby jokes, everyone. <laughs> oh boy, House of Cosby. Some so much scarier now. <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah. you got you, okay. You do you want to hear about do? a show? What am I gonna do with this? I can't we can't not. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to hear about a show that I watched for in its entirety and loved? Or two that I have that I want to talk about, but I have not finished yet. Is any of them well, on Apple TV? Nope. One, I think one is a Peacock and two are a Netflix. Okay. I don't have either of those, but really? Okay. I currently do not, but Netflix I'm going to have to get at some point for just at least a month so I can watch. I think you should leave season three. So okay. I would rather hear about the Netflix recommendations. Okay, Peacock, Arnold. Peacock. I Arnold. Don't see myself good. It's five bucks, and it's WWE Network is also included. I know, but I just I don't. I want less. I've spoke about this before. Okay. I want less of everything. Okay, Arnold Schwarzenegger three parter. That I'm in very intrigued with. Okay. That is part one, bodybuilder, part two, actor, part three, politician. I thought I would enjoy the politician part the least. It is, in fact, the best part. I just loved it. I just loved it. And I yes, I worked with him in <laughs> February and, and I just got invited to do more. Where is that? So I, what? 
Oh, God. So I don't think I can do it. Why? I don't have a passport in time. Uh, oh, they want me. Right. I let it. I let the passport expire. And then I had to tell my commercial agent, I don't have a valid passport. I do have an appointment a week from today to go down to that office on Wilshire and get it expedited. But I need proof of employment to go to Germany and they have not gotten back. What do you mean? You have a job. They, they said, does he want to come? to anyway i can't it's like i'm missing out on tens of thousands of dollars you do everything you can to do this what do you want this show right now for i set up the appointment you have to get it in a 13-day window believe me i had victoria on this i had me on this i know that's disappointing Um, what is the i had rain on this it's in it's a german company i don't know when does the first commercial come out I don't know. Parkside Tools. I think it comes out, they said July and August. It's running in Europe. Not here. I don't know. I mean, Parkside Tools. Have you ever heard of that in your life? No. I want the boys it's like to a, see a commercial of you with with Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's yeah. the coolest thing ever. It's the, it's the best thing that anyone has ever done is you being in a commercial with Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's pretty. It was pretty wild. I when I walked from the set back to my car, I almost started sobbing. Oh, it's so cool. It's so <laughs> so fucking cool. Not even jealous. It's just fucking cool. I looked. I looked up at the sky because I was broke, and I just go like, "Thank you." And I almost started sobbing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it was. I it was pretty that. neat. That, so that three-parter, it's really fucking good. And People forget that. Yeah. He was the fucking governor of California. That's the thing. Like, he's not, like, even one of the, like, one of the top movie stars of my life, just because he never got in, like, a Harry Potter type of franchise or anything. And he was the governor of California when we moved here. So he wasn't, like, in movies, for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if someone's like, you always not one of the top, he's not Tom Cruise. No, there's, he's not. Tom- there's a reason he did that. It's not. Yeah. If he was pumping out predator eight and kindergarten yeah. cop six and like all these fucking movies. That. No, yeah. he's busy. He's like, he's busy. What am I going to do? I need to, uh, you should, run. you know, Maria's like, you should run for governor. I'm like, yeah, I could be first governor. Boo. I found like, Count Chocula. Why is my Arnold Schwarzenegger Count Chocula? <laughs> he does. Yeah. No, I could do so, that. And then the other get one to, is the, get there's to a, the there, chopper. <laughs> <laughs> there is a new Black Mirror season. Is that Netflix? That's Netflix. Okay. I one of the boys in the fantasy football dynasty league. Uh, I believe no, it's Snake who we dog on on Carl's cards quite a bit. He said that it's out and it's his favorite show. And I did enjoy the Black Mirrors that I watched. So, yeah, okay. I think you should leave. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Black Mirror. Black Mirror. That's enough for me to yeah. pay the... You know why I don't have Netflix is because I have my mom's Netflix. And you got in trouble for and it's, sharing. Yeah, they don't... They want you to be on the same router or whatever the fuck. So... Yeah, yeah. It, the, the end is nigh for people's 
uh, no, sliding no. in on fucking shit. Like their subscriptions went up big time because of that. That was like them cracking the whip and people are like, okay, fuck you. I can't live without it. No, no. I mean, the end is nigh for people that were getting freebs on all these, yeah, app, yeah. On these yeah. platforms. Oh, I thought you meant for fucking Netflix. sucks. <laughs> it fucking sucks. It was just free. I just turned it on and there was yeah, Mike know. and Rose and I fucking hit Mike and watched all my shit. Yeah. 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 <sighs> I mean that's five dollars. I could gamble on something. It's a six. It's fucking- no Netflix. Netflix ain't six bucks. Was it's it like, now, like eight, ten? Netflix is like thirty bucks. What? No, maybe it's not that much. No. How much is Netflix? Twelve ninety nine, maybe. Uh, let me do this. That's why I'm not. I, I get rid of shit. I'm like fuck you. Net Netflix monthly cost. Uh, I don't want the Nasdaq. Fuck, I I don't know. They have oh, they have a six ninety nine, a nine ninety nine, fine, a fifteen forty nine, a nineteen ninety nine for premium. Six ninety nine is what I'll be getting. Pizza nachos. What do you? What does that have? Does that have commercials? No, that's just like one piece, and you don't get like that hundred and eighty p or whatever the fuck. Fancy. Oh, I got that TV, though. I, you, I need it. I know. You've got the... See, technology is costing you more money. Do you know what it's like to watch RRR on that fancy I do TV? Not. I do not, but it's I'm jealous that your TV is... fantastic. My TV is bigger than yours, but yours is nicer. I've got like That's, a... I've got like a, of a lot of our I've parts. got like a big, perfect amount of wrong penis TV, and you've got like a perfectly straight, smooth neck TV... And, you know, if you read anything about ladies, it's about a nice penis, not about fucking size. And you have the nicer size. Oh, my TV looks wet. My TV is (laughs) soaking. Fucking trippy ass TV. My TV. I have the wettest TV in the game. Get the mop. (laughs) I think you should mop. I watched tonight. Next. I'm going to take a two two million watch. I think you should. When this TV dies, which it will, and I'll throw it in the trash because they cost nothing and I'm, you don't get these fixed. I will. I'll, you, the TV that you have, I'll probably be able to get for. I came. That was the one that cheapo. I uh, found a painting that wife was going to throw away that some ex-boyfriend gave to her that I had. I, I submitted to an auction house. And they took it, put it in their auction, and I sold a painting for seventy five hundred dollars. Nice. And I, and I googled best TV in the world. <laughs> then and then uh, the the our fridge and water heater broke immediately. Still, you, I would rather have a nice TV than some dumb piece of art you, it's, <laughs> then, the then art warm changes. water the art's always new on the tv that's the same fucking dumbass picture the, the whole art's time. changing yeah it's changing the art's always changing on that wet ass tv that's my whole life i think is things like that i did this the, and then i have some money again i did this uh, some money peacock again. i would recommend peacock to you as a thing if you are ever i've had it okay do you watch poker face no. So okay. I don't have Peacock. <laughs> okay. 
I get it. Okay. I heard fine. it's good. Don't worry. I heard it's good. It's an old school, not really uh, a prestige TV, but it's like an old school, like every episode kind of has a through line, but it's a new adventure every show type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give it a, um, yeah, I'm never getting Peacock. Maybe I will. I, I have to get Netflix. That'll be a whole thing for like probably Anytime you months. get, like, if you want to watch like SummerSlam or Mania or anything that you're, I guess you're going to be at SummerSlam. You might want to watch some. Uh, I don't think I'm going to SummerSlam. Well, you might want to watch, I don't know. I could. I'll be there. Yeah. I'll be there. I'm watching a new Ric Flair documentary that they put out. And you're if you're thinking, didn't ESPN just do one? It's like, yeah, but. I guess Peacock didn't own it. So Peacock's like, we want a Ric Flair doc. Is it good? So they're, yeah, it's the same shit, but more Ric Flair. Am I frozen? I'm frozen on mine. You are frozen, but the audio is still good. That's, Why am I that's okay. Are you, can you hear me? Yeah. All right. Well, we'll just ignore that. Let's do some power grooves. My song of the week is please forgive me by David Gray off of his album. White ladder. From 1999, that's his fourth studio album. That album is really good, chill, hot day weather. Because it has been spicy here in Michigan. It's been 85, 90. It'll be that way for about a week. And I don't like to listen to aggro music because it feels like it gets me all up in arms. So I've been listening to a lot of uh, smooth R&B. And, uh, smooth take- neck R&B. It's a it's a forgotten song. I heard that um, while we were sitting outside by the water, having a lovely meal over the weekend in Muskegon, woo, Michigan. Please forgive me by David Gray. Great fucking tune. And that whole album is really nice. If you want to just run the whole thing. Brido, what you listening to? At the Cannabis and Movies Club, I have to play dub music. That's what they make me play. Oh, no. So, And a song came on. I was like, I know this fucking song. There was a dub reggae version of Karma Police that I actually really enjoyed. Wow. I do <laughs> not know who sings it, but it was like, this is what you get when you mess with those. <laughs> it was. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> <Bumble> claw. <laughs> terrible, it was super ter- fun. Terrible information that you <laughs> you don't know who sings it. <laughs> sure, you can find well, it. Sure, you can find it. Yeah, I I'm always bad at the song segment of the show. This is my weakest part. You would think, well, why don't you get good at it? I don't know, man. I just listen to the same shit all the time. Yeah, so do I. But then a lot of stuff is just me digging old shit up. <laughs> I've been putting on Dave Chappelle Block Party soundtrack. Not the live version, but the actual song. Somebody made a playlist called Dave Chappelle Block Party. It starts with Dead Prez. It's got Jill Scott on it. It's got all of the hits from Most Def, from Talib Kweli, from Kanye. It's everything that I want. I play it over and over and over and over again. That's what I play. This is a no judgment zone for music. I just picked a David Gray song. So <laughs> what are you yeah, going to do? Fair. What are you? That's what I'm listening to is honesty is paramount here on the power moves program. Brito, um, yes. thank you. For oh, joining. I wanted to plug. I, I want, wanted to plug. I'm going to set you up. Let me, let me set you up. Let me set you up. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Brito, um, had me on the hunk program. Um, during the hiatus there, and you can listen to that episode. What episode is that? 225. 
225, you can hear me. It's a great fucking episode. It was a lot of fun to do. And um, who's on the 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 program this week? Um, man, I have it written down. I know that Chad Damiani is on it. Nina Tarr, Jake Kroger, uh, uh, Christian Duguay. Ooh, Christian. Yeah, I'm on the. I'm, I will be on the uh, upcoming this week episode of Valley Heat. Oh, fuck you! I'm come on. <laughs> so jealous. I've been a Sorry. proponent of that show. Come on, Christian. What are you doing? You got the fucking prime beef over here. You got Brado on the program. I want to be on the program. I play a guy in a helicopter. That's not fair. I could have done that. I couldn't play a guy in a helicopter. I'm not jealous about your Arnold Schwarzenegger commercial. I'm jealous about the Christian Duguay. I think, what is it called? What's the Valley Heat. Valley Heat. Which is a great yeah. fucking podcast, and it's really good. And I, I don't care about fancy things. I just care about little cool stuff. And I always hope he'd ask me to do a voice on there. Oh, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> I can't. Bu- I'm not like some fucking. I'm not one of those guys who asks for stuff. I don't ask like people to do stuff. So I can't like, hey, man, be really nice. You put me. I don't do that shit. I can't do it. I feel uncomfortable. Uh, CJ Sullivan talked about that on a post for his bottom line bombs about how some people just you, know, you don't know if, unless you ask. I'm like, I can't fucking just ask for it. I can't ask. So. I guess I, I'm out of sight, out of mind. I moved away, and it's my fault. But congratulations all, to you. I'm happy for you. I'll enjoy it when I hear you on there. It's good. First of all, C.J. Sullivan should ask for things. Yeah, I know he can. He's not good at it. And that's understandable. Oh. Fine. All right. Well, um, I'm, I'm I'm still happy for you. I'm not gonna. I wanted to I wanted to plug that people can pre-order my book, The Perfect Amount of Ooh. Wrong, on. Amazon or Barnes and Noble. It is a book about the history of the Chicago alt comedy scene that Burns and I are products of. You can see where we came from. There are multiple, multiple quotes from Burns in here. Photos of young man Burns Mm. from his 20s. There's an there's an index. You can skip right to the B's and be like, what's this motherfucker up to in this book? Do I get um, residuals on this? Do I get no? Like, I, uh, no. Like on TV, you're on TV. Like the, there's pictures of me. Like <laughs> every get, time like, somebody reads it, you get four cents. <laughs> yeah, it's like oh, I flip to the page that you were on. You you get you get money. Hey, I'll tell you what. I'd rather just be in a book for no money than have to write one for money. It's a lot easier. <laughs> and eat. You've also you've also done that. You've eat. written uh, for a book for money. I'd rather just be in this one for free. Ease of, <laughs> easy living is my top priority right now. So far, how many people in Blurds have books? Three. Wow. Three. That's good. See, not so stupid. Bunch of <laughs> booze bag pieces of trash can also write books. I guess yeah. that's what a lot of uh, authors are, are booze book, booze book I mean, pieces of trash. Booze book pieces of Booze shit. book pieces of trash. <laughs> Hemingway. There's Hemingway, oh. myself, Sean Flannery, uh, and Mike Bukowski. Eisenstein, Buka- yeah. Charles Bukowski, all the same guy, basically. <laughs> I mean, this Bourdain. book has a... Does this book have a story about Petrovka tackling Santa as Santa Claus tackling the Variety Act at the Lincoln Lodge? Yes, <laughs> of course, that's Bukowski-ish. 
Heming did Hemingway killed himself. Bourdain yeah. killed himself. Um, yeah. Did Bukowski kill himself or just drink himself to death? I don't know. Probably what killed I, himself. What am I? Let's uh, just say literary. Let's just scholar? say killed himself too. There, there's definitely a trend there when you have to like dump out all your fucking demons on a page. Like it's psychotic to have to write that much. It's really, it's, uh, you probably have a problem in your in your peanut. <laughs> Thankfully, sure. Because me and Brado have made some life choices to not be psychopaths anymore. Yeah. Won't be killing ourselves. Super cool, right? Super fucking yeah. cool. Being a really good boy. Not being a, oh, uh, you're being back. super good. Yeah, I don't know. I was like fucking hitting every button until I came back. I and I, I, it's a beautiful looking book. It's a good looking book. I genuinely mean that. It's better to it just be. Oh, look at me with Eric Andre, and he's got some dick t-shirt on i'm giving a finger what frankie j's upstairs i'm all hammered drinking a tall boy of pabst i'm a good looking man then i was that was a good looking uh clean shaven burns then i showed this book to paul provenza on monday because he was like tell me that you uh because he produced kumail's one-man show and was annoyed that the movie the big sick he portrays the one man show as shitty <laughs> people are fucking so up their own ass they're i mean so up their own fucking ass i don't give a fuck what you say about me in that book like who the fuck cares <laughs> people are just I don't no i say i say good things about you right but like but, uh, please say, don't like that he said it was shitty well, maybe it was shitty dude <laughs> fucking well pe- people have gotten mad at me about like saying that they bombed in like when like in their first set or whatever, and and it's like, you I did. also say I, uh, <laughs> I bombed like for the first like lots of sets. I'm telling more people right now. <laughs> there you go. This is a, all of this was like 20 years ago. Guess a fuck. Talk about what I did when I was in high school. I did a lot of stuff. I, life's an open book. You can hear it all in the fucking Carl's cards. I don't fucking care. <laughs> it doesn't matter. That's the thing. People fucking put too much weight on dumb bullshit. And then they fucking end up in a submarine uh, trapped at the <laughs> bottom of the fucking well with no air running out because they didn't prioritize living an easy life. They wanted it to be all fucking grandiose and and or you're fucking one of these authors and you're so successful. But then. Your end game of success is to put a shotgun in your mouth or hang yourself from a doorknob. Fucking smarten up. Throw it all I mean, away. There's a, you, they, who's to say that those old fucks didn't want to die? Maybe they did. Fucking Bourdain didn't want Bourdain was an in-shape guy, and he got all fucking butthurt because his girlfriend kept fucking some chick, some dude, or whatever the fuck, and then just like, there's just madness. You get caught up in shit like that. Move away. Disappear. Go live in Saginaw, Michigan in, a, <laughs> in Nowhereville and be Bourdain happy. Ki- Bourdain killed himself because his lady was cheating? Oh, yeah, that's why. He was fucking, he got mentally fucked by that italian actress director or whatever her fucking name was and asia goes, asia argento yeah yeah if you watch the documentary have you not watched the the that documentary on him i must i mean i know that i roadrunner i think i did but it's good but the takeaway is that yeah he 
she was mind fucking him and he was couldn't handle it and uh hung himself i mean anthony bourdain was a good looking dude famous good shape yeah he could have yeah. banged five thousand babes that looked like that and uh, did he so- not know that he was like a real that he was kind of like a old daddy smoke show type uh, of situation he, he, i think he did but like that's the thing love in in uh it makes chemicals in your, have, makes chemicals in yeah. your brain that make you fucking sick and you don't understand here's he, the thing we were talking about it earlier just to tie a little bow around it he must have felt on some level that he was a piece of shit to allow her to treat him like a piece of shit yes and he and so you have to find somebody who makes you value yourself. Correct. Makes you value yourself to the point where you, like in his case, should have stood up and said, hey. I'm Anthony Bourdain. I'm Anthony fucking Bourdain. I, no you, one knows you. You don't, you don't fucking treat me like that. You're fucking done. Good, 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 goodbye. And I'm going to go off and be fucking famous and rich and travel the world or not and just fucking hang out and tax all kinds of fucking ass. But he didn't because the brain, the chemicals in his brain from the love for this babe fucked them all up. And then you hang yourself from a doorknob, you dumb motherfucker. (laughs) I mean, he's yeah, he he felt like he was a piece of shit. She confirmed it. Yep. He should he should have been able to say I'm going to go eat a pile of truffles at El Bui, suck my dick in hell. Yeah, I'm going to go out with uh, all my chef friends and ball it up and fucking get an eight ball and uh then I'll yeah. go to rehab tomorrow because I can afford it because I can afford to fucking go on a coke booze bender for a week, two weeks, month, whatever you want to do and then check into a swank Malibu rehab place. And just chill out and be filled with IV fluids and fuck. Well, I'm you. saying that if you if you but if you value that. yours if you value yourself, you don't do that though. Is the thing you would just be like, uh, I'm avoiding this situation, and then you go keep traveling the world and eating the fanciest <laughs> shit anyone's ever heard yeah, of. I'm just being realistic though. Realistically, well, you have sure. something traumatic like that. You can go and fucking go on a bender like that and enjoy it and then take it all the way to the line where you're rock bottom and then check into the fucking place where they fix you because you can afford to be fixed. And he, th- he should have just done that. He was just like, it's a good looking babe. She's fucking hot. But like, you know, get a new one, bro. <laughs> get a new, get a new, get a new one. Always do. Always will. <laughs> People don't remember that. And uh, me and you, during some dark times, we both had to have that discussion with each other. Hey, man, get a new one. And then what happened? You get a new one, and then you like the new one, and then it's all fucking fine. Hopefully I don't have to get a new one. I like the one I have. But, but <laughs> you, well, if you get broken up with and you're listening to this and you've recently been dumped, milk it for all it's worth. Try to get whatever you can out of it. You just walk up to your boy and your boys and you go, can I have uh, <laughs> you guys buy me dinner tonight? Just got dumped. So <laughs> you milked that so many times. Oh, man. You, that just, was a- you just end any request with just got dumped. So <laughs> Burns, can you? I bu- was having so much fun with that. Can I have that box of Triscuits that you bought? Just got 
dumped. Uh, so Burns, can I have the rest of the bullet ride? You know, just got dumped. So I'm like, fine, fucking. <laughs> can I have uh, can I have vods from the freeze? Just got dumped. Uh, yeah, that's so. kind of my Tito's I was saving, but I guess you can have it. <laughs> well, just got dumped. So. <laughs> really milk it (laughs) really milk it really milk it if you're out there and you've you've had a traumatic experience in a relationship (laughs) fucking just go for it go for it a b milk it milk it c get a new one because you've got that one you can get another one just like it and you know i'm fucking right (laughs) milk it get a new one (laughs) brattle thank you for joining it's been a fun. Thank you for having. It's a fun episode. A lot of different uh, layers to it. Yeah, it's like a, it's like an, it's like a dip. <laughs> it's like a dip into the ocean, two and a half miles down, where you don't come up from it. Yes, that's exactly what it is. Really looking forward to the weekend, you guys. Got football on TV. My girlfriend, she's sleazy. Favorite kind of beer is free. I'm just making power moves, sipping some natty lights. Late nights and bar frights, rocking the Winston lights, just making power moves. Yeah, I'm making power moves, just to a Detroit groove. All American dudes, just making power moves. Yeah, I'm making power moves, rocking a Detroit groove. Just some American dudes, I'm making power moves. I'm making power moves.